holiday stuff, some clothing related stuff related to uh, maybe uh, some gender relevant topics, Um, maybe some stuff that came up, uh, I want to say this past weekend, but I mean, uh, we basically had my whole family, minus my dad, um, we, so we do Christmas, um, I usually get into some Hanukkah celebrating with, uh, a close friend, and, um, I don't really formally do any Kwanzaa-related things with my family, but we do, like, you know, happy Kwanzaa, you know, um, like, we recognize that it's celebrated and that it exists, but we don't really, as a whole family, usually do anything, mainly because, uh, we all have, like, weird work schedules, and I feel like after taking, like, people in my family tend to take more time off for Christmas, um, and so it's very rare that I'll have family, you know, for Christmas and then into the new year, or they'll do, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, but then usually they'll leave by the new, everyone kind of goes their separate ways by the new year, and so, because Kwanzaa is, like, the 26th and that week till, like, the, you know, till the new year, pretty much, um, it's kind of hard to fit all that in if people are doing, like, Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then Kwanzaa, it's, like, a lot, and so we kind of don't, we never really formally got into, like, doing it, but, you know, um, my family is African and African-American, uh, black, and some mixture of people dating in, married in, um, but we don't have, like, a, like, I think I was pretty much raised with, you know, a denominational Christian, you know, um, Sabbath keeping church, like Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, Jewish Sabbath time period. Um, and so we basically, I would say we never really officially got into, um, like we don't do like the, like we do the classic American I'd say, like, in our household, you would, like, growing up, you would probably notice that, like, there's usually a church service before Christmas sometime. If Christmas falls on a Sunday, they would never do, like, a Sunday service. Even for Easter Sunday, the church I grew up in was, like, so, I don't want to call it adverse, but so kind of, like, um, not uh, catering towards what they call Sunday worship, which, I mean, you can worship any day. I'm not, I'm not here to, like, preach religion or whatever. I'm just talking about how I grew up and kind of 
how things evolved until now, um, and just my recent experience with the holidays. Um, I would say it was good, um, pretty great, honestly. Um, it was just great being around people my own age, people in our 30s, um, hanging around the house, like, you know, like, because I'm at my folks' place, I'm not really able to really have a lot of guests, and so I'm used to being around people that are, like, in their 30s for the most part. I have some friends in their 40s, I have some friends, I might still have, yeah, I think I have a couple friends, like, in their, in their 20s, um, but, um, most of them, when I met a lot of my friends, they were in their 20s, like, I'm older than a lot of my friends, but I'm not, like, the oldest of all of my friends, um, I don't know, I have different groups of friends, but whatever, um, but, yeah, so, when I was growing up, I basically didn't have, like, like, we didn't do, like, a, like, you know how Catholic churches or a lot of Sunday churches have, like, a Sunday service or, like, a mass on Sunday, um, or Christmas Eve, um, or Christmas Day, like, we didn't really do that, like, the only time we would have, like, Christmas on, you know, if Christmas fell on a Saturday, so, like, um, yeah, if Christmas fell on a Saturday, they wouldn't, like, cancel church, um, so church would happen on that day, but there was never, like, a separate service, like, church was always on Saturday, um, and then, yeah, like, they might cancel some of the Friday night things, or make one of the Friday night things into, like, a worship-type thing, Christmas-related, or, um, they might, uh, I say they, like, as in what the church itself would plan, like, and schedule, so they would maybe, um, you know, get us, get us to all, um, you know, enjoy, a, uh, like, like, basically, we would be able to just kind of enjoy one another, um, during the kind of time period, um, but, I mean, we never recognized Christmas as a, as a, like, day that Jesus was actually born it was just the day that it was the celebration of you know the miraculous virgin pregnancy and birth of Jesus um that whole storyline was kind of celebrated then um and there was some debate usually about like should there be a Christmas tree in the church um I've I think, I don't know if I grew up with the Christmas tree in the church, but I know, I, I, I believe I had gone to church when there was a Christmas tree there, um, like on the stage set up, um, but I mean, we kind of also, like it's a, it was a very, uh, like studious type of a church, and so we did kind of learn about like the pagan backgrounds of some of the things but I feel like like some of the things that the church did were to kind of uh appeal to the mainstream community because especially during Christmas you know people have visitors they have people who 
you know, if they're not even religious, it's very common that people, or even if they're another religion, it's very common that people have a Christmas tree in their house. Like, I know plenty of people who aren't pagan, who aren't Jewish, who aren't Christian, who aren't any, you know, who I've known Muslim friends that had Christmas trees. I've known non-religious friends who've had Christmas trees. I've known Jewish friends who've had Christmas trees. I've known Christian friends who had Christmas trees, Christmas Christian friends who didn't have Christmas trees, Jewish friends who didn't have Christmas trees. Like there's some people who just do believe in it. Some people just don't believe in it. Um, and everyone kind of takes their stance and acts kind of accordingly. But I mean, I, I don't know. I always kind of wavered with it because I was like, why are we doing things that, you know, I don't know. It was, kind of, it, was, it was always confusing to me. It's like there was always this kind of message that I got from church that was like, you know, this denomination is the best one because it follows this, 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 and that. We don't do this other stuff, but then, like, we kind of do that other stuff, too. So it's kind of, that's kind of how it felt. It's like, we don't do the pagan-related stuff, but then it's like, yeah, but we kind of do the pagan-related stuff. So it was kind of, um, but they would say they did it to, like, appeal to people who might show up that were, like, not Christian or that were Christian and liked the Christmas trees, um, just to, like, be more inclusive because they felt like if we don't have a tree at the church or if we don't have any like Christmas decorations that are like those Christmassy colors or sing Christmas songs like the song they would sing I forgot about that too they would sing songs at church that were like the Christmas carol types like anything that was like not like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer but like the stuff that had like a Jesus theme like Silent Night or like you know that kind of like the ones that you would find like maybe in a hymnal like those kind of Christmas songs um but we and and I think they used to have they used to have Christmas plays that used to be one of my favorite things because I really like live performances like plays acting music whatever it may be um and we did have a lot of people that were talented like I think I've talked about it before you know I grew up in a church where people were there all the time a lot of people knew each other so it's like you kind of usually had a pretty good chemistry with a lot of people there and that kind of translated into a lot of the uh, creative things that people would do together there was definitely a lot of like creativity and like um you know uh like people would be very creative um and you know like musically and everything and we're used to spending time together and so you know getting groups together to like practice for plays and you know be the band in the play or like singing and that kind of like singing in a quartet or like a choir or whatever like that wasn't uncommon because people spent so much time together um I mean that's the thing that I think I miss the most is kind of just like the community feel of the church during the holidays because um for me when I'm not connected to a church it's like you know the church I grew up in like I mentioned it's very community based like because the traditions are so um a little different from a lot of the mainstream around in like you know LA especially like when you're raised in LA people aren't always like running around keeping the sabbath and stuff like that but if they are they tend to be Jewish and so it's like you know if you're with your Jewish friends on the sabbath you're not doing the same things that you would be doing with the Christian sabbath keeping friends and so it's like you know, the conversations wouldn't be the same. If you are going to have, like, some kind of Bible study, it wouldn't be the same. Um, the rules are different. 
people kept the Sabbath in different ways. The laws about doing or not doing certain things were different. So it was just a whole different experience. Um, but it wasn't uncommon for people to like come to church in like Christmas colors and Christmassy themed stuff like sweaters and bundled up and that kind of thing. Even though it's like LA and the weather's usually pretty good, like people still, there was still that uh, mainstream Christian theme traditions kind of going on at the church too. Um, but they would talk about the history of everything and they would talk about the details of it. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of, I don't know if I want to go in wade so much detail, but that is one thing that I do miss is like just that community feel. Um, so I was kind of hoping that there would be like a Christmas play this, um, this, um, uh, season. I think there was one, but I kind of rely on my mom a lot to like tell me what's going on. And then like, you know, I'm not blaming her. I mean, I can easily look this stuff up on the internet by myself. They have like websites and stuff, but I kind of was relying on her a little too heavily. And then she's like, oh, I think they had it already kind of thing. And I was like, dang, I could have gone. Like, I would have gone, you know, because I was in, like, I'm in town. So, you know, I'm staying there now. So I might have actually popped into, like, the Christmas play. That would have been something that to me is like, okay, I can go to the Christmas play and not feel too weird about it. Um, But I, I do notice that, you know, some of the toxic environment from that, you know, church, from the experience with people from certain types of churches, like the denomination I grew up in, certain, like, toxic trends that kind of go on that are, like, allowed to happen, it's, it's really hard to kind of get away from it because of that community feel. I think that's the main thing that always draws me back in to, like, like, there's people that I definitely miss, like, there's people who I've known since I was, like, five years old, like, people who watched me grow up, people who know my parents, like, it's just, like, you can't redo that, like, there's nobody you can meet, you know, when you're almost 40 years old, later on in your 30s, you know, that is gonna know you from, you know, when you were youth or whatever, um, except for people that you grew up around, and it is kind of like a small town feel, like a small community feel, even though it's like multiple separate churches, like I've explained before, like we had sports leagues where there were multiple churches around LA and the, and the church schools where a lot of the kids who couldn't play sports on Sundays would come to, to the sports league. And, you know, um, there were even some Jewish kids that came. Um, there were a lot of things where, you know, people, um, you know, like, we had, like, similar dietary, um, followings and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I grew up, um, around a lot of people eating a lot of vegetarian foods, uh, strong health ethic, um, strong work ethic, strong, like, education, you know, interests, and, uh, just a lot of uh, community vibes, but yeah, like I've mentioned before, the judgment in the community and just kind of like the inability of people to just focus on their own 
problems and have like insight into like how they might be negatively impacting people is just people just seem to be so oblivious like they get too comfortable around their own group um like for example I mean I can give an example of this like if you've ever been in a group that's like racially maybe like racially or ethnically just like you're all the same and then like you know sometimes people might get into a habit of like talking about other groups like I I feel like there's a fine line between saying like like for example if I'm around a bunch of minority friends or black friends and saying like me as a black person I have A or B or C experiences sometimes with with X, Y, or Z ethnicity or X, Y, or Z type of racial group that doesn't happen to be within that group that I'm in at that moment. But if you're hanging out with only people that are like that, you know, it it can get pretty comfortable to be just like talking about those kind of uh, races. And it's not, I mean, it's not, I don't, I don't really know what to say about it. Like it's, it's not to make people uncomfortable or be like hateful, but I think it can go too far. Like, I've noticed experiences where I've had where I was like, "Uh, I think that maybe that conversation maybe went a little bit too far or people got uncomfortable. Um, But it's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what, um, I mean, it's in the past. Like, I don't really know what to say about that. But but I feel like with church groups, it can kind of get the same. It can get like, like, you know, people of the same denomination or the same belief system or the same church area or whatever it may be can get a little like, oh, well, we're, we follow, we kind of have these beliefs in common and we follow these rules or think that we should try to follow this stuff. But we saw those people over there doing these other things. So there can be a lot of judgment about the rules or just in general, just like, even if it doesn't have to be like breaking a religious rule, but just something that somebody did that is maybe personal information that shouldn't be shared but people feel like they're able to share it because it's like um different maybe or like out of the norm maybe like for example if somebody gets pregnant out out of being married or if they have an abortion or something like that you know i'm not saying that i I know plenty of people who have done things like that. Like, I don't judge them on it. I don't... I hope they're okay. I mean, that's all I can really say about it. Like, I don't really think much more than that. Just like, dang, I think it would be a really rough experience. I can't imagine being pregnant with, like, a baby on the way. And with my situation financially as it is and, like, having to, like, learn how to raise a kid and, like, you know, um, maybe putting some of your career path on hold and like a lot of things would change in life and an unexpected baby isn't necessarily like always like the most joy like I know there's some stress that comes with it at least a little bit and it's like a lifelong commitment it's not like okay I'm having this baby and then in five years I can like do something else it's like nah that baby's yours you know um who knows how it's going to treat you who knows how you know, if you're going to have a spouse or somebody helping you bring the kid up or whatever, or what support's going to look like. And then for people who have abortions, it's like they do it for whatever reasons they do it for. Like, I don't, you know, it's not my business. It's not my kids. Like, I, you know, like, I don't really think it's my place. 
to really say anything. But there would be things like that where people might be really strongly opinionated. All kinds of topics that are like controversial that people would feel like, okay, I can speak on this topic about this other person's life, even though it's like personal information that they're sharing that, you know, nobody may have known before they like mentioned any of it. But, um, and I, to me, that's inappropriate to other people, you know, I've mentioned it and other people maybe got offended by it or maybe got like, didn't really think there was anything wrong with it or we're still doing it even when I was asking and please don't um it's just kind of just a habit that people just can't get out of and so I definitely noticed that and it seems like people are pretty blind to it like when I've mentioned it even amongst like church leaders they're kind of like I don't know what you're talking about I'm like really you don't like it's like how am I the only one that like can say something and speak up I feel like it's a form it's it's something that just makes the community a negative environment um but I feel like for me that was almost one of the only things if I have to be honest about it that's almost one of the only turnoffs for me other than like okay like if I might not believe the same thing or want to do it like who cares like whatever but um that's the only thing that I found was like a boundary for me that I was like I can't really budge on this one you know because uh, it was kind of malicious in my opinion it's kind of a malicious way to like have a community together but I do I do miss I do miss it like I do miss the ease of just being around people who culturally you were growing up the same you grew up in the same time period your parents your everybody knows each other um it's kind of different now from like this uh, perspective now because I can tell everyone's kind of been through some trauma and I think it's kind of an interesting place to kind of come to um, you know trying to interact with people after they've been kind of like traumatized by whatever situations have happened within their lives whether that's you know um, estranged family members or divorces or, um, you know, parent, parental kind of like, you know, abusive people in their lives and things like that. Like, I think everybody I know pretty much has had, like, or just like financial disasters and things like that. Like everyone I know has had like something within the last probably like 10 years since I left from LA and um, came back, I feel like everybody kind of has, um, now, like, a different, um, uh, like, path that they've experienced, um, but I feel like in a way that kind of makes it a little rockier with the community feel, like, people are a little, um, less sensitive, a little more, like, um, I don't know what the word is, but it's just their own stuff comes out. Myself included. I'm not saying I'm I'm immune to any of this, but I just feel like I just I just don't like the way it feels when I've been around those types of people, and um, it's just kind of like I've been so used to building my own community in the last like ten years that you know I've been able to kind of pick people that I was like okay you know, not necessarily like, okay, like I want perfect people. It's like, no, hell no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, I pick people that kind of vibe on the things that I find important, not just 
people who vibe on the religion that we grew up in if that makes sense it's kind of like I feel like there's I like when people like to treat people respectfully when they value that when people value like even if they don't have good relationships with their families like you can tell that like with their relationships they you like if they're dating or whatever they want it to be a good relationship they want it to be healthy um they want to find ways to work on it they try to work on it maybe it works out maybe it doesn't but it's like you know I didn't grow up around people who were like that I grew up around people who you know we were all in different stages of life back 10 years ago people weren't all like trying to get married and all that kind of stuff either so um not too much so but um yeah I, I kind of was realizing that you know these types of things you know when it comes to you know being a a minority type person on a lot of different levels you know I found it very in my experience in San Diego despite all that I've gone through has overall been a pretty healing experience it really did give me a lot of faith in humanity to be like wow okay it really is possible to just like you know attract a certain uh, energy towards you attract a certain type of person that you want in your life be the type of person that you want to be like I even remember when I was growing up there were a lot of things not just like clothing wise with church attire and dress codes and things like that not just like with the clothing and you know androgynous kind of preferences and all that kind of stuff and dating and all that kind of stuff not with just that but there were definitely times when I um when I you know had a lot of uh experiences with uh with uh people where you know I was I would be just like I had like a personality that was a little different like I was pretty sarcastic pretty jokey pretty much like keep a distance you know I remember making jokes that weren't really like a lot of passive aggressive jokes like, um, I remember being at church once. I don't really mind name dropping because, like, I was in the wrong, so I feel like I, I can name drop if I, if I, if I screwed something up, I don't, I don't mind. And I don't really associate with this person specifically anymore. Not for any bad reason. I just, we're just, we fell out of touch. Uh, but, um, I remember being with, um, I was at church, like, when they did, you know, when they do those greetings where you have to, like, it's time to welcome everybody and, like, go around and shake everybody's hand and you, like, stand up and go around to different rows and, like, mingle for a few minutes or whatever. Um, but, yeah, there was a friend, I think my mom was over next to me and I was with this friend, Mandy. Um, we grew up together and she was cool. Like, I never had a problem with her. I remember she was really good at singing. I think she became a model or, like, a makeup artist or something along those lines, like, later on in life, but she was, I mean, she was cool, I didn't have any problem with her, like, we had a, a friendship that we kind of developed over time a little bit, and then, um, she had, uh, she had invited us over to her house, 
and I was like, wow, her house is, like, immaculate. Like, compared to mine, like, my house was always kind of, like, messy. Um, not that, like, we could clean it and it would look fine, but it's, like, we had so many people living there. Like, there were five of us living there. None of us were on, like, a single-day cleaning schedule where we all cleaned. Like, we all would clean bits and pieces when we felt like it. So it was very rare that our house would be, like, completely all clean at once unless we knew we were having, like, company directly coming. Then we would clean, like, the whole thing. Or, like, every now and then it would all coincide where, like, everything's now clean. And my mom did probably the majority of the cleaning, but, like, we studied so much, and that was our job to study. And so we didn't I could say that like um growing up I even though we did do a lot of chores we weren't like expected necessarily to be like cooking breakfast for everybody cleaning the dishes for everybody you know cleaning all the rooms cleaning like it was like you wake up you study you know you you review before school you get up you go to school you get to class on time you get the grades you need to get you go to your classes you come home you study and pretty much you're studying almost till dinner and then after dinner if you still have to study you're studying so like when it came to like cleaning and stuff like we knew how to cook and clean and all that but we didn't I feel like compared to some households like we didn't all have to clean like that all the time um um and so like we could do it but because like we were so busy doing our main priority of a job like like it wasn't necessary for us to like we couldn't just leave messes everywhere but it was like we didn't have to fully clean all the time but like her house mandy's house was like immaculately clean like i had never seen a house that clean before that wasn't like an open house or something like i i was like wow people live here like this house is like spotless like i was pretty impressed but um i remember once um she came up to me during one of those like greetings like at church or something some reason my mom was like standing next to me and like I was talking to Mandy about something um I can't remember what the topic was honestly um it totally slips my mind but she said something like um I'll just make an example up because I can't remember but it was something maybe along the lines of like of like oh, like, I want to learn how to play guitar, but the last time I did it, I accidentally purchased the wrong strings, and they were really expensive, um, and I may have said something like, oh, you're, you're kind of an idiot, or, like, you're kind of stupid, or, like, so, you know, but kind of, like, in a sarcastic way, I didn't think she was stupid, I had nothing against her, like, I was never mad at her, but for me, I was kind of like, I would say stuff like that, like, I, and I felt bad, I still feel bad about it, I don't even remember what I said, but I'm like, damn, like, you know, like, I would say stuff like that to people, just as, like, instead of saying something nice and kind, like, I wanted, like, I would want to say something nice, but I was just kind of like, okay, well, my mom's here, and, like, it was kind of like a, one of those, like, ego kind of things, like, well, I don't want to be, like, in a vulnerable position being like praising you or like offering comfort I want to just be like you know appear more kind of like like cool or like I don't think it's cool to be like that but like in my head it was kind of like that's kind of the vibe that I was trying to give off was that I was like cool or funny or like like you know kind of like badass 
like kind of like that. Like I'm not like that though. I'm I am like a I'm like a teddy bear. Like I'm I'm a sensitive little person. Like I am not like that at all. But I do think that when I was growing up, I definitely hated that I felt like I had to act like that. Uh, just because of the community I was around, I was kind of like, I was always kind of saying stuff like that to people, but, um, I never really meant it, like, I honestly never really meant it, like, I, I don't think there were that many people, I didn't really grow up around people I didn't really even like, um, I had definitely, definitely preferences for some, and then preferences to not be around certain people, but it was easy to not be around the people I didn't want to be around, you know, like, it, it didn't really matter to me, um, I knew so many people that, like, I didn't have to be around the people I didn't like. And usually when it was somebody I didn't like, it wasn't just me. It was usually other people that would be like, what is with that person and their temper? Or what is with that person and the way they handle things? Like, other people would see things that I saw and be like, wow, that person's doing things that aren't okay. Like, it wasn't just me just being like, oh, like, I don't want to be around this person because of some other drama like it was never like some dramatic thing it was always like their personality just kind of sucked a lot of the times but um I mean mine did too but it's like all of ours did like we were all um kind of like a little like passive aggressive with each other and like sarcastic um it was really hard to be just like kind with people and like um, genuine with people, um, and so, you know, and because I was always kind of, I I don't even know, I was kind of always on the androgynous end of things, and so I feel like, also because I hung out with a lot of guys, it was kind of like, I could kind of get away with being that way, like, guys aren't really like that with each other so much, but it's like, some are, And I kind of adapted that kind of personality to myself, even though it wasn't genuine. It was just kind of something I was kind of more comfortable being like that and kind of emulating other people that were kind of like acting kind of like that badass kind of person. Um, Like a little bit of a troublemaker, not enough trouble to like get my parents to be like involved, but like enough trouble that, you know, the teachers, you know, when we had progress reports and stuff, they would write notes like yeah like you're interrupting people during class and like you know I'd be a little bit disruptive in class a little like slight class clownish but I you know I was never really like genuinely that way I just did it just because I was like I kind of I don't know if I like the attention but I kind of didn't really know how else to be but I kind of knew I was like I can't really be myself around these people like, it didn't feel comfortable, and when I moved to San Diego, actually, no, I'd say when I started going to high school at a public school, this was, like, in, like, 2001 or something, when I started going to a a public school in 2001, that's when I kind of recognized that some of the ways I was being were really just, like, you know, I could read people's facial expressions, and I was like, huh, well, that's not okay here, you know, that's not okay to, like, do or say, you know, and I knew that, I knew that, but, like, nobody also told me don't say it, like, which is kind of weird, right, you think, oh, you're at a church, all these people telling people what they should or shouldn't do, you would think that somebody would have been like, hey, don't call people stupid, hey, don't get on people's case about this or that, like, 
but you know nobody ever said don't do it so I was kind of like I kind of knew that it wasn't really genuinely myself but I kind of just did it uh, I was a kid you know like I was you know I wasn't fully cooked yet you know um but I wasn't really aligned with my own values I did not value it um the way that I was treating people um but I always valued like my friendships and everything and I really don't think I had bad blood with anybody in all honesty but um yeah I that's probably something that I regret like it's just kind of how how I treated people especially because it wasn't really aligned with how I value treating people how I know and feel that I should treat people like when I went to the public school I remember this girl in front of me um um, I think her name was Patty. I can't remember. I think her name was Patty, but like with the pronunciation, like the Spanish, like Patty, kind of like, I think that was her name. I, I don't remember, honestly, it might not have been. But I remember she, we were in Spanish class together in another class, and she sat in front of me, and I thought she was so awesome. I was like, she's like the coolest person. I probably had a crush on her, but I don't, I don't really know, honestly like I don't I don't really remember like I think I did now that I look back at it because like it it wasn't like a a sexual crush necessarily like I think I thought she was attractive and I just wanted to hang out with her all the time but I knew she lived near me um and we had a project we were doing and so I kind of got a little closer to her after going to her house because I wanted people to come to my house because I remember I wanted her to like see my house but then I remember um um, cause I lived closest to the school, but then she also lived not that far from the school. So I was like, all right, my mom can drop me off or whatever. And then, um, she told me which house she lived at and everything. And I remember getting there and it was like a big house. And I remember, um, in the Spanish class, we were talking like cultural stuff. They were saying that like in the, this is in the Spanish class, like one of the dialogue kind of things that like the dog's name was bear or something like oso or something like that and I guess that's like a common name for dogs some kind of dogs like in um Spanish and I was like that's stupid you know and and she was like that's my dog's name and I was just like oh (laughs) like whoops like (laughs) I felt really stupid because I thought it was gonna I thought she would think I was like funny but no she didn't and I remember also in but I mean like you know I I don't know if I said oh sorry or like what or if I just I just never said it again but like I felt like an idiot like I was always just like saying stuff like that I remember like and I was kind of acting like an idiot because I I didn't know how to act like I was raised around a bunch of people who didn't know how to act so I just acted like like other people acted just kind of like sarcastic and stuff and like I didn't think it was a stupid name I don't know what I thought I'd never heard of a dog named Bear before I'd never heard of like I love Spanish class she was a she was cool to hang around with like in class or whatever and like we were partners for a lot of our class stuff and like um I really wish I really wish I knew more like I I feel like there's a lot that I've just totally wiped from my brain like I haven't thought about this this person for like absolute ages um but this is like 20 years ago so like like seriously like I I really don't um but yeah I remember what house she lived in kind of like within like a two or three house distance like I could still point out where I think she lived um but I was always just I I didn't really fit in at that school 
at the public school. Um, I remember at the private school, because it was so small and, like, I grew up around everybody, it was kind of like when new kids came in, at a certain point, I was, like, one of the OGs. And so when new people would come into church, I would be, like, you know, pretty welcoming. But um, I also wasn't as friendly as I am now. So, like, I, there are a lot of people that I kind of knew were, like, a few kind of loner types that I feel like I wish I would have, like, talked to more. Because I never thought that people were uncool or, like, anything. Like, I, don't, I didn't care if they were nerds or what. Like, I, I like the pastor's kids. I like the really religious kids. Like, I like all the kids. Like, when I was a kid, like, I didn't really care. Like, I wasn't really, like, unless they were really jerks. Um, even the kids that got, like, a bad reputation that were, like, bad and, like, always fighting other kids and stuff. Like, nobody messed with me. Like, nobody cared. Like, I was just, like, whatever. Like, I never really got bullied. Like, nothing. Like, nothing like that happened. And so, um... But yeah, I was I was kind of a jerk sometimes. I'm I'm certain of it. I know I was. Just by when I remember the reactions that certain people would have, I'm like, yeah, I, that was kind of like a jerk thing to say. Um, I remember this. Um, uh, okay, the last one about high school. Um, I remember being in um, uh, my U.S. history class. I wasn't doing good in that class at all. Um, but I remember being in my U.S. history class and, you know, the teacher, I think maybe every day she used to read, like, one headline about, like, the United States or something from the newspaper. I can't remember or if this was just a specific day she did this, but I remember her reading the newspaper when class was starting. I think we would stand up, say the Pledge of Allegiance, and then um, she would read, like, a, a headline or something about like current current events I think it was like a current event of the day or something um and so she would she read like that one of the U.S. I think it was someone in Missouri like one of the politicians had passed away or something and I remember doing that kind of like haha kind of like laugh like that like and then like nobody else was laughing and I could feel like a couple people like looked at me and I'm like oh that wasn't funny and I knew it wasn't funny like I was like that's not funny somebody died but um you know I kind of laughed but it was kind of like it wasn't even really a nervous response I don't think it was just kind of me just like not thinking it through and just reacting kind of in like a jerk kind of way um to something that would be like a sensitive situation and I was just like screw this like whatever um I'm not going to act sympathetic. I'm, I'm going to laugh at this, you know. And I thought maybe some of the other kids would be laughing too. But, like, everyone was kind of, like... Like, it wasn't, like, a big, like, grieving moment. Like, nobody, like, cared, cared. Like, it wasn't anybody we knew personally or anyone from even our state or city. But it was kind of, like... Um, like, we did know that you know, you don't laugh at somebody dying, like, that's not normal, right, so it's, like, I kind of was, I I would do stuff like that, and it's, like, like, I do kind of regret that I was like that, but it's, like, whatever, like, at this point, it's, like, there's nothing I can do about that I was like that as a kid, but, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely did a lot of stuff like that, um, but I think, um, my junior and senior year of high school, when I left that religious school, 
um, that's when I started noticing people's reactions to like when I would do that kind of stuff. Like I was never like mean. I would just like say like stuff like that. Stuff that was just like a little like you could be a little more sensitive about that. Um, but like inside of myself, I knew that I'm like an ultra sensitive person. Like I wasn't like really wanting to be that way. I just was that way because I didn't. I wasn't comfortable being like how I actually wanted to be. And so I remember when I was, like, moving to San Diego, I was like, man, I wish that I could actually, like, have friends and be around friends and people that, you know, um, I could actually be myself around and not feel like they were just going to, like, you know, treat me kind of bad or whatever. Like, not bullying, but kind of, like, um, like kind of treat me kind of like passive aggressively or like kind of notice like a vulnerability and just be like pointing it out or whatever like I already had kind of a lot against me like I was I was a minority at a school like ethnically a minority there were a lot of ethnic minorities but I mean I was still a minority um of the minorities like there weren't a lot of black people there there weren't a lot of openly like queer people there there weren't a lot of androgynous people there um but also other than a few occasions people never were like because I kind of played enough by the rules that I feel like people kind of knew something was up but nobody was really like it was kind of a time period where people nobody was ever asking you if you're gay too much um I played sports, and I was a female, but there were also other females that played sports, and because I went to church all the time, and I did wear, like, skirts and dress type of things, like, people kind of just left me alone on it, because it was like, well, you wear a dress to chapel, you wear a dress to church, like, it wasn't like I was always, like, not, you know, I wasn't wearing, like, a suit and tie to church or anything, so it's like, I feel like, and I wasn't dating anybody either, um, from the church and so um you know like a lot of things I did if I was interested in somebody um it would always be like a person from like the community like not the church community but like I always had friends outside of the church too and so you know whatever I did I was able to kind of keep it away from like the church eyes so I feel like it there was never really that whole like oh like you must be interested in, 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 uh, in, in, uh, in, like, people who aren't men, um, and I do remember having a queer teacher, and I don't know if she openly told us while she was at that school, but I kind of got that vibe, I was like, all right, I, I see you kind of thing, but, um, I never really knew her sexuality, I just knew that, like, when I grew up, I was like, she is the kind of female that I was like, how come there aren't more of them? Like, I didn't really understand, like, why aren't there more of them? Like, she never really talked about her dating life or anything. But I do remember we used to make pies for, bait, for like, fundraisers, like these $20 apple pies. And she was in the kitchen. She was the one. She was really, like, a hippie. And she would, like, take us to do, like, beach cleanups and, like, we learned a lot about nature and all kind of stuff. Like, she was totally a hippie. And then um, we would, which is not uncommon in L.A. either. But, like, she she basically 
taught us a lot about nature and things and you know we would make these like apple pies and like all this kind of stuff like um and I remember saying kind of not out loud but like loud enough that she could hear it to my friend Jocelyn um she was like one of the she was one of the Panamanian pastors kids and um I remember saying to her um because she was kind of like she identified as black um and I remember saying to her that there was this like black guy that I was kind of like into there was a black guy I was into uh, and there weren't that many black guys so it's like it you know I felt like pressured to choose like a black guy to have a crush on and there was one that I actually liked and I can't remember his name um I do remember his name actually um his name was David um and then he was really good at basketball and he was really quiet and like not um um he was he was quiet he hung out with these with these brothers named Alpha and Zeta and um they were super intelligent and uh they all got like good grades um and David and Alpha were really good at like at sports and I remember just thinking like David was an attractive guy like personality wise and he always had like basketball sneakers like I used to be like really into sneakers like certain like you know certain basketball athletes have like like in the NBA they have their own like signature sneakers and he would always have like certain ones that I liked and I was like man like but I don't think I ever spoke a word to him like almost ever and um I just liked watching him play basketball all the time I was like dang he's like really good like he was really good but really like humble he went to a church I never went to um and he had a sister that was younger than me and I remember he had a crush on my friend uh I had a Nigerian female friend that was really good at singing and running and she went to another church too and he had a crush on her so I was like dang man like but I was still kind of into him but I didn't really say anything and then um uh I think I think I said that I was into this other guy who was like so David was like one grade above me and I think this other guy was maybe like two or three grades above me and I remember um saying that I liked him just because he was another the only like probably the only other black guy that was older than me in the whole school so I was like well I either like him or him and I don't want to say which one I actually like so I'll talk about the other one um and so I I mentioned that um you know because we used to have this it it was slave day and then it became indentured servitude day or whatever um where it was like a fundraiser and you would like buy a slave or servant or whatever you want to call it um and one of like this this guy was popular so um he was popular so it was like okay if I say I like him a lot of girls like him like older girls like him like the cool older girls like him and so it's like I have zero chance with this guy anyways and so and I was like if he finds out that I said that I liked him it's not gonna be a big deal because I'm sure he's not into me anyways and like he's got all these other older girls chasing after him they would all be like flirting and stuff and I I remember I don't know I don't even know if I want to say but like anyways like he was he was well okay so basically he was always 
one of my friends that was in my grade was like super flirty with guys like hands handsy flirty and like I would always be like doing my homework after school and stuff so I could just play sports for the rest of the time I didn't want to have to get home and be like my parents saying like well you can't play basketball or football or anything because you have to still do your homework like I knew I had to do my homework so right after school I would do my homework and I knew that they hung out on this couch by the bathrooms like there was a couch between the older students bathrooms and they would just sit there and be like flirty with each other and all this kind of stuff and I was just like okay like I clearly am not like that like I was like in my head I was like I don't have this this feeling for any guys in the school at all that I want to be acting like this towards any of them like so I knew for a fact that something was different I was like okay like even if I think I like David and not this other guy Jason who I was saying I like Jason but even though I wasn't really liking him I was like I could tell that the other girls were really flirting with him at the least they liked the flirting at the least they liked like touching each other and stuff and none of this stuff was like okay at the school but it was like I was kind of like a buffer for a lot of the kids too because like people would see like teachers would see me around and they would just be like oh it's just you like you know I'd be sitting there doing my homework all the time so it's like if I'm in the room and I'm in there like you were never allowed to be just like a boy and a girl in the room and they always knew I would be in there but it was kind of like I feel like it was almost like an unspoken like I'm gonna be in there doing my homework at these times so if people want to come over here and just like you know make out or whatever it's like it wasn't like a problem (laughs) you know like I wasn't gonna tell anybody like everybody knew I was just gonna keep my mouth shut I wasn't gonna be like oh I was sitting on the couch and all these guys like making out with each other it's like no like everybody knew like they could do what they wanted around me and like I would go in the bathroom people would be talking about like drugs or smoking and all kinds of stuff like I would I was never like snitching and ratting on people I was always just like I was cool with everybody so it was kind of like you know I never really like even the older kids like I really looked up to a lot of the like older girls that were at our school like I was kind of like I wasn't like into them though I don't feel like I was like sexually interested like it's kind of hard to tease out kind of like what exactly was happening in my head but it's I don't think it was like I want to hook up with them it was more like I want them to like me and want to have fun together and go do stuff together and like hang out and things and be cool with me hanging around with them and like all of them were like and it was mostly like Latina females they were kind of into kind of like I mean this was like a very religious school but people still had their kind of like cultural um things that they were into so they were kind of into like chola type culture not maybe full I don't think that they actually were like into anything serious but like they do the makeup and stuff and like I picked up on a lot of like Spanish kind of slang and like you know a lot of stuff like that and like they would be like cussing at each other a little bit like just for fun and like stuff like that and like just the way they were with each other I kind of knew how to be around them and it was kind of like they had a lot of street smarts and a lot of like qualities around about them that like you know they lived around a whole lot of minorities and things like over in like Carson and Compton and Inglewood and Lawndale and Hawthorne and like other neighborhoods like Gardena like neighborhoods that I'm familiar with that you know I knew had more minorities different types of minorities with like dark skin um 
and you know I was I was pretty much into like hanging out with them like I kind of like almost passively hung out with them but like they were nice to me like they were never like I I noticed how they treated me I would kind of notice how people would treat me compared to how they treated other people and I noticed like for the girlier girls a lot of the older girls didn't like the younger girlier girls and then a lot of the guys were kind of into the way the girlier girls kind of looked but they didn't treat them the way that they treated me like I could just walk into a group full of guys talking about girls and they would never tell me to go away they would never tell me like anything like I would just hang out with them and like they would just talk around me like like I was one of them like there was never anything that they said that like they didn't want me to hear and like it was I always found it interesting like they'd always be talking about things that I was like I have no idea what's going on with your genitalia and all this stuff I don't have any clue and like they didn't mind just like saying whatever they were saying and I'm like oh like okay and I kind of learned a lot that way because I was like okay like I kind of like understand operationally how things go but it's like you know I also wasn't as interested in them as some of my other friends were and so for that reason it was a little different on that end because it's like I feel like people felt like they could say things or be certain ways around me because I wasn't like I wasn't sexualizing the guys like I didn't really care you know if they were like changing out of their gym clothes back into their chapel clothes or whatever they were doing like and I was, like, right there, like, I wasn't, like, oh, I want to, like, check out his underwear or whatever. Like, I didn't really care. I was, like, whatever. And same with, like, the girls. I wasn't, I wasn't interested in most of them anyways. Like, you know, like, most of the femme girls, like, I really didn't really like them. Like, not that we didn't hang out, but, like, we hung out more, like, on a church level, but we didn't really, like, hang out at school too much because they were just kind of, like, gossipy and would just sit around and gossip. And I would rather just play basketball um, and hockey and football and soccer and speedball and any other thing. Um, Even if it was just like three flags up, I would much rather do something athletic. But I did like sitting around talking. So I did have some guys that were like kind of sensitive guy friends. I did like to be around them. And we kind of sat around and talked a lot and didn't really play sports. Um, But yeah, I didn't really like... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like it, it was kind of like, I kind of would, I, I'd say if I had to choose someone that I was interested in, it was probably either David, the guy who was in, I remember he was in eighth grade at that time. Um, so I was like a seventh grader. Um, seventh graders were like bottom of the barrel. Um, so I was like a seventh grader. And then, um, so I remember that. And then, um, I would, yeah, so I remember that. I remember being, like, around girls, like, some girls that were, like, older. And I kind of did like them in, like, a crush-ish kind of way. But I wasn't, like, into them, like... like, um, I don't think it was, like, a sexual thing, really, I really don't, like, I don't, I mean, if it was, I was, like, blocking it out, like, I don't really remember ever, like, hardcore, like, crushing on anybody at the religious school, 
Um, I mean, there there was kind of like a form of crush, but it wasn't like like I fully wanted like any kind of like physical interaction with any of these people. If that makes any sense, like it was kind of more like I really liked their personality and want to be around them all the time, but I didn't really like know what it was. It was like a certain kind of like other kind of interest, but yeah, I. I don't really know. Like, that was just always interesting to me. Um, and then, like, yeah. Like, I remember getting to be, like, older. Like, I don't know. Like, in college, I was so busy. Um, there was one girl that I really kind of was into. Like, when I think back, I'm like... I think a lot of these girls, I was kind of into them, but I didn't really, like, know that I was, but it was, like, it, there would, there would be a lot of datey vibes, and, you know, I could kind of, I don't know what it was, like, I could tell that they would kind of, like, want to hang out all the time and stuff, and, like, I don't know if I knew what, I don't know if any of them were bi or gay or what, like, I never even really thought about it because I never really even thought about what I was. I just knew I wasn't like all of these other people. Um, and I did have like a friend that was around my age that was a lesbian um, that was that I knew about that since they were like since I was in like third grade or fourth grade and she was in like third grade. Um, but the way she talked about girls, I was like, I don't really feel that way about them necessarily um like I'm not really trying to do all that like I you know I never really thought about them like that but um you know like I just remember being like older like um I'm trying to think like I remember being like I'm trying to, like, put this on, like, a timeline. I do remember being a little bit, like, um, I'm trying to think if after, like, during early college, so in community college, um, before I transferred to a university, um, uh, there were definitely a lot of female friends that I had that, not a lot, not a lot of female friends, but that is probably the first time that I remember having people in my life that were not connected to anybody else that I knew because at the public school uh, my brother went to that school the year after me and then at the private school like everybody knew everybody and everybody's business but yeah in the in the but when we were in that um Excuse me, my sciences are acting real weird right now. Um, when we were in that environment, I remember it being like really, um, um, like, um, how do I say, like. Yeah, in that public school, uh, community college, I remember for the first time being like, all right, these are people that nobody else knows, and I can be nice 
here. I don't have to feel like I need to be, like, some, like, cool person. And I can actually be more kind of genuinely myself. And I did remember meeting a lot of people that, like, we had a lot of good relationships, really friendly for years. Like, even after I didn't go to that school anymore, like, there were some friends that I had that were, like, you know, we we kept in touch for, like, probably a good decade or so. Like... And I think they were really important relationships. It was just kind of hard because, like, everybody was, like... A lot of my friends were, like, maybe a a grade technically younger, like, a year younger in school. They were in my brother's year. And so he eventually, the next year, started going to that school. But I'd already developed a lot of friendships with a lot of people. Um, And we did have a little overlap of, like, friends um, that knew one another and stuff. We were in, like, Mesa, the Math Engineering and Science Association or whatever. Uh, so a lot of the friends we had in common were through Mesa or some of our church friends that happened to go not to private Christian colleges and universities, but happened to also go to those uh, colleges, to that college. And so, uh, but all the people who went to the college, like, I think um, we were all cool. Like, nobody was, like the the narc type of like ultra religious narc gossipy type like everyone was like the other type of like just chill like everyone was kind of like thank god we're out of those other environments and we're able to kind of like interact with people here um so we interacted with people you know um there um and I enjoyed my I enjoyed my time at the at the school there um, in college, and I remember I'm not gonna say their name, but I remember one particular friend that I was like I think I was kind of into them a little bit. Um, like there was an older lady, and there was a lady that was kind of like my age, um, but I think she was like a year younger than me, and like like I don't know that was kind of like the first not the first time I had, like, female friends, but the first time I had, like, female friends that weren't church friends and weren't, like, sports friends, and I was like, well, what is this? Like, I don't know what this is. Like, that was kind of, like, new and interesting. It's like, oh, we can, like, hang out and, like, get to know each other and stuff, and I was like, this is kind of, it got to be kind of, like, not really datey. Like, I I don't want to even go as far as to call it, like, datey, but I would say the vibes that I had with those people when we were hanging out was kind of the same vibe that I would say I have now when I am kind of in early dating stages with people, just, like, really getting to know them. And, like, it was very kind of, like, date vibes, but there wasn't really the gayness to it. And maybe there was, and I just never knew and I never asked. And maybe I was giving off that vibe, the energy, because, like, I did kind of have some kind of feelings for them. I just don't know if I even knew what it was, I can't even, it's hard for me to, like, go back and, like, remember too much, because, like, I, I was very, like, disconnected with my emotions back then, like, for sure, um, and so it's really hard for me to kind of, like, go back and be, like, 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 label what it was, because I didn't really allow myself to, like, fully, um, experience things or like be open about things that I wanted to be but I definitely I think if any of them would have approached me as like 
in a dating manner, I would have freaked out because that would have been a little, um, I wasn't really, I was still living with my parents and, um, I couldn't say I've never dated anybody, but it was never like something that was sustainable just because like I had so many eyes, you know, just kind of like involved in my life that it was like I could never really fully just do what I wanted to do and know that I could get away with it it's like how am I supposed to date a girl at a school with a bunch of people who go there that know me from church you know it's like and they all know the same people and we're all like hanging out together like somebody's gonna know but I was like kind of really into this girl but um my friend I, there was a friend that I had that I was like, he's perfect for her. Um, I don't understand. Like, this is like the weirdest way of thinking. Now that I'm looking back at it, I'm like, this is weird. But I remember being like, I really want him to go out with her because like, I really kind of like admired this friend. Like, he was a guy friend that I had that was like, um... <clears throat> I don't know. He was really intelligent. He wasn't bad at sports. Um, He wasn't, like, the best athlete, but he wasn't, like, um, like, I don't know. He was kind of shy, but I kind of liked him, like, culturally. Like, he came from, like, a Latino family. was really, like, his family was really kind of really nice people. Um... And he was pretty solid in my life. Like, he was, like, close. We were pretty close. And then, especially, like, during that age time, like, in in early college ages. Um, And I remember him, like, being into my friend. And he was, like, you know, can you, like, tell me about her kind of thing? And I was, like, oh, cool. Yeah, I can tell you, like, everything, you know? Because, like, yeah, all the time. Like, yeah, I got this. Like, I, I got you on this one, you know? And I was like, okay, so we're going to go do this, like, I don't know who set it up, but I think we all set up, like, a mini golf. I think me and him set it up and invited one of my other friends who was, like, a total flirt and would always be, like, trying to, like, swoop in on other people's girls. And I saw, like, this friend of mine, I would let him do that because I was like, whatever, you do you, like, whatever. But when it came to this specific girl, I mean, woman, I don't know what you want to say, like, I feel like it was, like, girl because we were, like, kind of kids even though we were like 18 ish but like I feel like I would say girl because we were still kind of kids um but yeah this young lady that he was um that my friend you know the first guy I knew was into and I was trying to like tell him about her and everything because I could tell he was like watching her from afar he wasn't just like oh she's like attractive so I want her kind of thing like I could tell he genuinely wanted to be with her so I was like okay cool you genuinely want to be together and um I think you'd be a good fit um and me and her were really close and so I was kind of like hey like I know she she would always talk to me about guys um that's kind of what I was there for a lot of times for a lot of people I was the one who they would talk to about their relationships I don't know why I would be the person like, I wasn't even really dating anybody in the public eye, and so I don't know why people would come to me to talk to me about dating, uh, but I guess they always did, and um, 
she would kind of talk to me about, you know, not having a boyfriend and all this kind of stuff, and I'd be like, okay. Um, and then when I found out that my friend was into her, I was like, this is actually great because he's a really nice guy, and I would want her to be with someone like him, you know, like me, you know, but I was like, ah, like, he'll, he's fine for her, you know, like, I like that idea because I felt like they would be happy together. And so I remember, I remember it was weird. Like, this was like a really weird experience that I'm like barely noticing. But like, we went to mini golf and you know how guys, some other, it's not only guys, but sometimes people pretend like, oh, let me like teach you how to like do the, like the form and hold the, the, you know, the golf club and like all this kind of stuff. So not the friend who had a crush on her that was talking to me about her, but the other friend who was always swooping in, the swoop in friend came and he swooped in and he started, um, you know, going behind her and being like, Hey, let me show you how to swing, swing and like all. And he'd be like, Oh good. Like just really paying like extra close attention to her. And he did that for like two holes. And then my other friend, I remember he was pissed. And when I, like, the first friend that was, like, into her. And when I noticed he was pissed, I was like, oh, shit, he's, this other guy's swooping in. He's swooping in. And I was like, oh, no. Like, you know, and then I, I remember, that was weird, because I'm not, like, an ultra-jealous person, but I actually remember being jealous about that, which was really strange. I was like, I wouldn't be jealous if it was this other, if it was this other friend who likes her, because I know his intentions. He actually likes her and wants to, like, you know, they would be good for each other. She's looking for someone that's kind of like him. And then this other friend who just like flirts with every old body under the sun. And I was just kind of like, yeah, like she needs to be with this other guy. Like, you know, that's not okay that he's swooping in. So I remember going to that other guy that was like swooping in. I'm like, bro, like I, I invited her here. Um, you know, and cause like, she, you know, me and the swooping guy hung out all the time. Me and the swooping guy and the, and the, you know, guy with the crush, we hung out all the time, the three of us too. Um, and with other groups of friends, but this girl, she was a specific friend of mine. Um, and so I was like, bro, like I brought her in here because I want her to talk to him. And he was just kind of like, well, you, you, you know, you can't just like, I'm like, dude, you get every girl you want, like, leave her alone and, like, let, let this guy, like, have a chance because I know that they would get along and, you know, I know he really likes her. Well, I didn't say, like, all that, but, like, in my head, I was, I don't know exactly what I said, but I did tell him to kind of back off, you know, um, and it's kind of, I think he probably felt weird about it, too, because the energy that I approached him with was kind of, like, weird, I think. Because he could probably tell that I wasn't into him being, you know, so touchy-feely with her. Like, that was just an awkward moment for me. I was like, I don't even know how to feel about this. Like, like, like he's swooping in on on our girl. You know, like, it was kind of like, that's kind of how it felt. But it was like, not, she wasn't my girlfriend at all, like, by any sense. Like, we were not together. We were not in a relationship. It was nothing along those lines. Um, we were we were friends, you know, uh, close friends, but we were friends. And so, yeah, I remember though, just being like, Oh, like, I don't want, I don't want him to like talk, talk to her her or whatever, like stop trying to get her number kind of thing. 
and he listened he backed off you know there was a little I think there were there was like a little back and forth for like two or three lines of dialogue between both of us um he kind of pushed because he did kind of push back a little bit and I was trying to explain like it's not okay that you always kind of do this and like you know I was trying to set something up and like he was kind of like oh well he needs to be more assertive and I'm like nah like you are just like you need to back off you know like I remember like kind of sticking up for the other guy and just being like what are you doing like but I also knew that he wasn't aware that this was the setup like that we were trying to set this up so that the mini golf experience could be for the two of them without it being like awkward um and so he did back off and then my friend kind of you know the crush guy was able to kind of talk to her a little bit more and then like but I remember being like really protective of her I remember being really protective of the guy with the crush and then really kind of upset with the guy who was always swooping in because I was I could the thing was is like he was just a total flirt he liked paying attention to people he it was just kind of the way he did things but sometimes I was like usually I was so removed from the situation I was like whatever like let boys be boys kind of thing like I didn't really care I knew that's how a lot of guys were and I just let them do it it wasn't really a problem but it was a little different for me when it was like someone who was actually my friend I was like okay like this like the guy with the crush was my friend the girl that I was introducing was my friend I mean, the other guy who was swooping in was my friend, too, but it was kind of like, I mean, he could do that on any occasion and get any girl's attention that he wanted just because he knew that how to pay attention to them. And, I mean, so did I, but it was kind of like, I feel like we kind of did it in different ways. He, he was able to kind of do it from, like, a, uh, from like being, like, a straight male um, and putting forth that, like, hey, like, I want to flirt with you because I find you attractive kind of thing. I feel like I wasn't really able to do that. Like, I don't know if I was, like, jealous of him just because he could do that and get away with it. And I kind of couldn't just openly just be all, like, that. Like, I I couldn't be all, like, flirty. Like, I, I was never really flirty with people. Like, I can turn it on, like, a little bit sometimes, but it's just not really. Like, if somebody wants me to, okay. I'll do it, but it, it has to be, like, by request for the most part, or I have to really be, like, drunk or something, like, it's it's not very common that I would be, like, flirting, um, but, yeah, I just, I just felt like it was, it was just, it was a really interesting experience, like, when I'm looking back on it, I'm like, was I jealous, like, what was happening with me, like, I don't, something was up with me, um, that wasn't like like an uh an average kind of experience for me to be having like something was certainly up with me I don't know what it was but something was up um like let me see if I can take off my I'm trying to take off my button up because we're in traffic and I have a tank top under and I feel like I'm sweating through my shirt because I'm not opening the windows because I'm recording if you haven't noticed I'm in the car I'm excitedly driving to San Diego and hit traffic at Camp Pendleton as usual. But I'm trying to, like, take off this freaking shirt. Um, I did have a little caffeine today. I thought I wasn't going to be, like, energetic enough. And I wanted to, like, cram in a workout before I left. I think caffeine makes me really sweaty. I had a pre-workout, and I think it just really makes me sweaty. 
so I'm kind of just gonna have to drive with my shirt a little off. Um, I mean, I'm wearing a tank top, so it's not really a big deal. But um, yeah, I felt a little. I think I did feel a little jealous. Not too much though. I'm trying to. Like, not so much that... It, it may be, like, I just blocked it out of my mind, but, I mean, I feel like it wasn't something that, like, lasted longer than just, like, those couple minutes, and then it, it, I was over it, like, by the... Because he stopped, and so I was kind of, like, over it. I, I never, like... It was just for a few moments. I just remember feeling, like, really weird. Like, I was like, I don't usually feel like this. And it may not have been jealousy. It may have been... Like, I don't really know. But I, I just remember, like, there were certain things that I, I noticed that he could do that, like, I was like, well, I can't get away with doing anything like that, you know? Like, I can't be, like, openly, like, doing anything, you know? Like, <laughs> like even if I wanted to, I couldn't because it's, like, that would be gay. And, you know, this is church people. Like, you can't be doing, like, gay stuff around them. Like, they were not cool with anything. Like, they were so um, prejudiced. Like, I mean, they were, they were also very open-minded in a lot of ways, but I feel like it was, like, prejudice in a lot of ways, too, so, I don't know. I'm trying to take this stupid shirt off, and I can't because it's too tight. I feel like people are, like, watching me, trying to get undressed. Um, like, I don't even care, but I'm on the freeway in traffic, trying to take off this shirt. I'm, I'm totally sweating straight through my stupid shirt. It's so annoying. But, anyways. Yeah, that's kind of what I remember. Um, there's a lot of stuff like that that happened that was just, like, weird kind of roles that I wasn't able to play. Maybe roles that I might have wanted to play. I don't really know if I really wanted to. And if I was given the chance, would I have? I don't really know. Like... It's just kind of, like, hard to really predict, like, how would I have actually been? Um, because I was, like, I was closeted, but not only just closeted to society. I was kind of closeted to myself as well. So I wasn't, like, too, like, sexually open with myself even. Like, dude, it's going to be hard to take this thing off. Like, I wasn't really, like, open with myself about about how I felt about things or certain people but I'm pretty sure I like this girl I just never really gave myself full permission to be like openly liking her um cause I felt weird about it honestly like I felt like it wouldn't be okay um and so I just kind of kept it to myself and that was my own decision. I mean, I don't feel like I have to be, like, openly out about things. Like, it's not, like, a necessity or anything. Uh, but, I mean, I was young. So, it's kind of like, when you're still living with your parents and you have no real, like, income to, like, sustain yourself, it's going to be really kind of hard to be, like, having different types of stuff going on like that. So, um... Yeah, I never found it easy. I never found dating to be, like, an easy thing, honestly, until I moved to, like, San Diego. That was, like, the only time I was ever really able to be just, like, 
fully away from like the church eyes that was the that was probably almost a bigger thing than my parents because I feel like my parents don't talk about dating they don't talk about sexuality they there's so much stuff that they just don't discuss that I feel like it was like a non topic with them like they weren't gonna bring it up like they're they're not very open about that kind of stuff so they're not gonna ask me if I'm dating somebody um and I wasn't gonna tell them anyways but it's like you know they're so even now like I think I've mentioned like I have a straight sister with a straight boyfriend and my parents are still kind of like weirded out I'm like what is the problem you know like to me I'm always just like I I almost wish they wouldn't talk to me about it because I'm like I don't even see the issue they just want to like complain like I know my mom the other day was telling me about like how my dad um was so offended that my sister's boyfriend was like going into my sister's bedroom or whatever and like I don't think she meant I don't know if she mentioned that he was like sleeping there or that they were like upset that she was like sleeping in the same I mean they live together and they share a bedroom but she was like oh like and she was mentioning too that like it was weird in her house um that it had been weird like in her house like for for them to be like um doing that and how my sister initially like mentioned she has a friend coming over and how she was kind of like hesitant to mention that it was like her boyfriend or whatever and like and I'm like dude that that to me speaks volumes it's like if my straight sister with her straight boyfriend is a little like weirded out to tell my parents that she's having you know holiday company I mean that just goes to show it's not just me like our family is like especially yeah on my on both my mom and dad's side like they're very like repressive um as far as their um their take on dating and things like that like they just they are not in the century about that kind of thing but um I got my shirt off at least (laughs) finally but um yeah they're not really in the century about that kind of of that kind of topic so I did find it really um eye-opening um like he was here this holiday too and um and I'm gonna assume I don't know if he slept on the couch or slept in her room like I don't really know I don't really care I slept, I was usually in my room, uh, before people were sleeping, probably around eight or nine, um, so, you know, but I, I don't really know, like, they probably shared her room, I don't really think it's a big deal, um, but it's just kind of weird, um, like, it's, I don't know, it's just such a repressive kind of culture, that I never fully vibed with, but, uh, like, I know the rules, I know how to play by the game, you know, but it's, like, weird, and, um, I know I'm not the only one that was raised that way, but it's just kind of really strange, because it's, like, me and my siblings were all, like, in our 30s, and so, it, I don't think when you're in your 30s, it should be awkward to be, like, bringing, you know, someone around to the house, and I remember my mom was saying, 
how my dad was, like, so offended about my sister having her boyfriend, like, how he was, like, in her room or whatever. And I was thinking, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, is it that my dad was offended or that my mom is offended about it or, like, what? And I'm like, why are they offended? Like, who cares, you know? It's like, they, they kind of do give mixed messages, too. Like, I don't know. Um, dang, still, like, an hour. Uh, so, okay, I've been talking a while, so I'm going to cut this one, uh, where we're at, because I've still got another hour to drive, so I think I'm going to cut this one, because it's, like, 90 minutes, and then, um, I might still keep talking about my folks, and they're kind of, like, dating, um, or whatever, um, alright, so, with that, Sorry, it's been a while. I tried to warn that it was going to be slow going for a while. But now that I'm driving to San Diego and going to be in San Diego, hopefully we can catch things up. I'm just kind of rambling about what's on my mind. I, I, I didn't sleep well last night. I think I didn't sleep till like, I was up still around like 1, 2 a.m. Um, and then I tried to sleep in this morning and I kind of couldn't. That's why I had a little bit of C4. I hadn't had caffeine in a while for, like, maybe, like, two weeks, maybe three weeks by now. I don't know, two or three weeks. Um, And then I I was like, I really want to get some exercise, though, because I feel good and I want to just do it. And so I was kind of exercising with my brother a little bit in the living room and, like, hanging out and just, like, whatever, just kind of, like, chilling. And then, you know, my mom started bothering me. (laughs) <laughs> she's trying to take like holiday pictures of me or whatever on on her bike I was like on her bike like you know and I was like oh my gosh like I hate it when people just like start taking pictures of me and I didn't want her to and so I was like okay stop you know <laughs> like leave me alone kind of thing um but yeah so I'm gonna cut this and then uh, I'll probably keep talking more about dating related stuff or I'll see what kind of comes to my mind. This weird way off from like talking about holiday topics, but I needed a good, a good driving ramble. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of a bit in a bit of a brain fog today, but it might not be noticeable cause I got a little caffeine in my system. Uh, but yeah, so with that, thanks for listening.